0: Hello, welcome to episode 85 of the Unrenowned Podcast, where we talk about Siege, what
1: we like about Siege, what we don't like about Siege. I'm Ryan. I'm Chris. and welcome, Mythic.
0: Yeah, Mythic and... oopsie, oopsie, Welcome, guys, from the Hardstuck Podcast. They are guesting with us this week. Uh, guys, tell us a little bit about what you got going on over at Hardstuck.
2: Um, so we're a bunch of uh, ex-Hardstuck gold ones. And now we're hard to plat threes, at least we like to think that. And we talk a lot about um siege as well, crazy, huh? <laughs> and we also do a lot with um like the ranked environment, and we kind of like touch on like the casual basis and we compare that because we've seen both sides of it. Uh, we play a ton of rank, I think that's like all we play. Once in a blue moon, we'll play casual, but we play a lot of ranked. We watch a lot of pro league. So we talk about it more in like the ranked environment, I guess, opposed to like a casual environment.
0: Totally. Yeah, I think we're kind of with you there on like we pretty much just play ranked at this point. But I think kind of the differentiating thing between our podcasts is like while we're both coming from roughly the same skill level of play, I think you guys have a little bit more lean toward like the pro league scene and like understanding what's going on there um, and we like house, so that's like the different. The different.
3: <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> yeah, yep. I like my like house. house too. <laughs>
0: um, cool. So, thank you guys for joining us this week, and then uh, we will be on your show next week.
3: Yeah, can't wait. Yeah.
0: So, everybody, make Thanks sure you go. Us. Yeah, go check these guys out. Hard stuck. You're on all the podcast players and stuff. So, go check them out, and you'll catch us on their next episode. Okay, um, so today we are talking about Year 5 Season 2.2 patch notes, some new test server patch notes, which uh, are definitely not final changes, quote-unquote Ubisoft promises definitely not final, but also definitely <laughs> are final changes. <laughs> final. Uh, we have an interesting Reddit post about Fuse and his recent changes, um, Then designer's notes from year five, season two. So this will show us the wind deltas and presence of all the operators this season, since they've made a bunch of changes last season, and then what they're planning to do coming up with the people who are a little bit too far one way or the other. Um, Some random topics about active player count, uh, room callouts and stuff, just some random stuff there. And then we'll hop into our Discord discourse, which, of course, is whether or not points should be displayed during a match and then everybody's favorite part of the podcast listener questions
2: Big I'm really excited for uh, points
3: yeah yeah i think that's i don't know where you guys stand on that but i definitely know where mythic and i stand on that so <laughs> yeah
0: uh no yeah i think oh, it's gonna be one uh, of our real... better discord discourses so far
2: yeah i'm excited and real, real quick before we uh get way too in-depth in the episode. We do usually have a third on our show. His name's Equinox, and he can't be with us because of um, some unforeseen family events that came up, so... Rip Equator. He's here in spirit.
0: Yeah, we, yeah. we miss Equinox today, but you'll definitely hear him over on Hardstuck, so make sure to check that out. Um... Before we go too far, though, we should mention we are sponsored by Ma Energy. Go to drinkmaw.com slash r6pod. That's drinkmaw.com slash r6pod to get your free trial of Ma Energy. They have two
1: new flavors. They're delicious. Chris, what's your favorite now? Uh, Definitely not. I would probably RIP Harambe. I just
0: finished a cup of Rip Harambe, and it's delicious. I think Blue Buzz is still my favorite.
1: Oh, no. Not at all. Not even close. Really? Yeah, the other ones are... It's between orange and green now? Stop. Sorry, Alexa got <laughs> mad at me. Uh, yeah, definitely between orange and green. I think I like the orange the best. The orange is more, it's like a, it's like a guava flavor, like that type of, like, yep. oh, it's good. It's good. It's and real good. I like it a lot. It makes you better at Siege. Like, I kid you not, it makes you better at Siege.
0: Kid you not, I buy into the marketing hype. It's real. <laughs> so drink <laughs> Drinkma.com slash r6 pod. That's ma M A W. Get your free trial and help support the podcast. Okay. Guys,
1: Year Five Season 2.2 2, patch notes. Chris, what's going on here? Year five season two point two. Um okay. Actually, I love the very first thing that they put in the in the patch notes. They have like a it's a they have a updated player reporting panel. And so like you're reading it and it sounds like, oh, you're gonna have like more options for reports, like drop down monies or something so it can be more specific. What it really is, they just like explained what each option is, like as if <laughs> you already don't know it, like I don't know. It explains what cheating is or what griefing is. Like, yeah, I kind of already it's I don't know. Maybe it's, it's all the same help.
0: options, right? There's nothing new. Yeah, no, nothing or, has changed do, at all. Do they separate voice and chat? Nope. No. Okay. Um so Mythic, does this affect your reporting people for cheating? <laughs> do you report more or fewer people? <laughs>
4: um
2: I I think it uh doesn't really affect anything. But real talk, though, no. I did play a cheater in casual. Really? Interesting. Yeah, it was. So we we're on plane and there was a Cali, you know, kind of hanging out where the glasses usually hang out when you play plane. And they were ADSing like the main run out window or door, the double door. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's ADSing that and he starts shaking and then snaps straight to my head in the window and just domes me. Cool. I was like, no chance. Wait, Go 100 can, streaming, so I got to clip it.
0: Kali can shoot through Windows? Yep. I don't think I've ever played Plane since Kali came out.
1: <laughs> Next chance. I think casual. Well, you, I don't think you could. You couldn't, because when she came out... No, no, no. She just not came been out. Casual. Never mind. This has been... Never mind. No, it has. Um, Kali was last season.
0: J- just throwback real quick. Plane is a much better map without snipers who can shoot through... The Windows, as we learned on uh, Rainbow's Magic,
4: yeah, that's
0: true anyway, this reporting thing there's really nothing new here, it's just more specific, and I think it's kind of dumb because i like if you didn't understand that before, then you're an idiot, and if you <laughs> if you're that stupid, I don't think you're gonna take the time to sit here <laughs> and read like
1: the descriptions and like really make sure you get the right report
0: i I don't see this making any <laughs> change at all
1: yeah i I agree, and that's basically all there is in that year five season two point two. Patch notes. There's yeah. some bug fixes in here. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. Is Do they have the bug fix in here again that says they fixed the shaking on Villa? No, it's um, not in here. I don't see it. But that bug fix has been in like every patch note since Villa came out. Yeah. It hasn't been yeah. Fixed, but anyway. There's really nothing in this patch,
0: so don't no. get too excited. But there's test server patches.
2: But you can report the other team for griefing. That is new. That's new? Is it? Yeah,
4: yeah. yeah so people are like now? intentionally. Yeah, I I
2: don't think you could report for grief. I thought you could only. I don't report think you for... could before. Can you do it now? That is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did the. Oh, I didn't wow. do it the other day, but I clicked on somebody's name the other day and it popped up griefing on the other oh, wow. enemy team. I was like, hey, that's pretty oh, cool. So, so wait, are, you like
1: intentionally throwing.
0: Yeah, you could. Could you not report the enemy team before?
1: No, you can not report for them for griefing. You could report them for oh. cheating or for chat abuse, but you couldn't report them for griefing or for. Um, I never voice realized chat.
2: that.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Because, yeah, I, I actually really like uh, helping out people. You know, when it's the four on one griefing happening on the other side, I really appreciate being able to help that guy at least get a report in, you know?
2: Yeah. So. Especially when you're like playing and they're just intentionally just throwing their mmr down you're like this isn't even fun
1: totally totally yeah or they just keep kicking the fifth guy that comes in you can at least report the other guys
0: yeah okay so let's get to the exciting stuff here the test server patch notes which again are definitely not final but absolutely are final uh (laughs) (laughs) they've made some balancing changes to gridlock or oryx and fuse um and a small change to nomad it looks like so uh Mythic, do you want to break down Gridlock for us first?
2: So Gridlock is... Um, so they're lowering her Gridlock deployment time from, uh, to 9 seconds from 13. They're lowering her individual deployments of each stinger from 2.45 seconds from 0.7 seconds. And they're lowering the range of the deployment area to... Or the range of random deployment, my bad. To 0.05 seconds down from 0.01 seconds and they're adding a delay sequence from when it actually starts to 0.45 seconds and there previously was
1: no delay yeah so before so this this is like a buff and a nerf to to gridlock so if you're using your stingers to put uh like a flink watch right you throw it down and it's going to take 0.45 seconds basically half a second for it to start deploying and once it starts deploying you have a better chance of it actually fully deploying before someone catches it, right? And then before, and what what you could do before is you could throw it at someone's feet. It would just start deploying. You can't stop it because they just start deploying immediately. Even though they're slower, they would start deploying immediately. So now you can't really throw it at someone's feet and have it just deploy on them because it takes time to start deploying. But you can do better at what she's supposed to do, which is flank watch. So you can throw it on a flank, and there's higher chance that it's actually going to finish deployment. Right.
0: Um, did anybody see this like making a huge difference with the gridlock?
2: I don't I'm, see it being huge, like a huge change, but I definitely think it's gonna let good luck be more active in where she puts her track stingers and being able to put those like further into sight and cutting off like rotates and like those kind of things and not just like as a nomad where
1: you put it on like a flank and you hear the nomad go off and
2: so on and so forth.
1: Yeah, I think the only thing that I will notice is not being I've had it cow traps down at my feet like once mm-hmm. or twice. Not very often, but every once in a while, and it's very annoying. So you can't shoot them, and it causes a problem. So the only thing I will notice, I think, is just being able to shoot those before they deploy on my feet. But and I also don't play gridlock very often, so I don't have much room to talk. But I do. I think the gridlock mains will notice that. I mean, thirteen seconds to nine seconds is kind of big. Yeah, and we uh, we do have on our
0: regular squad we have Toronto Will who does play a lot of gridlock, so. Um, once this actually comes in, I don't know if he's played test server yet or not, but once this comes into the live server, we'll definitely get his thoughts on it and and see. Um, so Oryx, they want to let Oryx make more use of his dash so they added mobility and durability. Um, so basically, using his dash through a soft wall won't deplete the dash charges anymore. How many dashes does he get? Do you guys know? He can hold three. three. Okay, and then they recharge, right? Right. Yep. Hold. Okay, so you can use it through Softwall without wasting one of those. Um, The refresh time is uh, up to 12 seconds from 8 seconds. So now it takes longer to recharge those. And then his recovery time is now 0.5 seconds. Um, Previous recovery times were different between Softwalls and enemies. So Softwall took a second and the enemy took 0.7 seconds. And so now they're both down and equal at 0.5 seconds. So... Oryx still won't be pro league, right? But <laughs> but uh I think it'll make him a little bit more fun and easier to understand for people.
2: And i I I might have misheard you, but he's gonna it I think it's gonna take one dash away when he goes through softwall. Previously it took away all of them. So if you have three stored up and ran through or dash through softwall, you would have zero.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It says will not deplete all the dash charges.
4: Okay.
1: And I didn't know it did that. That's really interesting. Yeah why why people i I think they thought balancing (laughs) they thought balancing and then they realized that nobody's going to waste all their dashes when they go through a wall or there's no i don't know i think they realized that didn't matter as much
0: yeah weird so mythic you like to use oryx on bank
2: yeah that's probably the only time i can ever say i really used oryx um on what site on bottom so you can go through the hatches or like what's that about um, I'll, I'll probably do it on... I do it on bottom a lot. Uh, my favorite thing to do with Oryx on that map is actually the run out to the uh, alley access spawn because you're already peeking them before you've even detected. Okay, so you're just faster to get out, out there. and the dash world.
1: to them, huh?
2: Yeah, it's it's kind of busted, honestly. But Interesting. Yeah, it's also high risk, high reward, too. Because totally. If anybody knows anything about Siege, they definitely know where you're going to be coming from.
0: Totally. You know what that spawn peak is, though? It's a freaking TK generator. Like, you run out there. <laughs> yes. Like, it just happened to us yesterday,
1: Chris? Uh, Friday. Yesterday.
0: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yesterday, where, like, we knew a guy was running out there. And so, like, we all had guns up. And he comes out, and I, like, strafe headshot him. And, like, no problem. But then I also strafed right over Chris's head. <laughs> so I was like... <laughs> <laughs> well, there
1: were there were two. Did you know there were two runouts that time? Uh, Both on us, or was one, like, in yeah. the front? yeah no it was both on us the guy mozzie was up top and i i mozzie and i thought we just oh. traded each other and you got so we were both calling out runouts you were calling out vigil on bottom and i didn't know that's what you were calling i was just saying yeah yeah because yeah, i saw mozzie up top and so we were both calling alley run out alley run out and we were talking about two different guys <laughs> awesome. luckily we saw the two different guys and we killed them both but i thought i just yeah. traded with mozzie for a second i was like oh no i got Ryan,
3: yeah <laughs> You know so. what else Oryx can be really useful? And this is something I found through playing on my solo queue account. Um, cause I kind of just use that account to mess around and like just test things for sure. Um, playing on top floor of consulate. Uh, cause you, if, so if you're defending top floor, obviously you can kind of lurk around either in piano or in visa. And mm-hmm. no matter whether they, they take from, uh, like big desk side and they repel in the windows and try and get a plan there, or if they take admin and they push like up through long and through Visa stairs, you can jump up either the hatch in the cubby there, right next to yellow stairs, or you can jump up the Visa hatch. Um and you can surprise the the daylights out of uh out of the enemy team. So that's like one site where I found orcs to be stronger than, than normal.
1: Yeah, I think some of the second floor sites that have like a lot of hatches console bank actually um even kind of well, i guess not really clubhouse but some of those second floor sites have coastline like he can be super useful because you can be inside and then he, like if let's say they're pushing vip like coastline if your inside is orcs and they start pushing like vip like towards hall of fame or like hitting that wall you can just drop down and run all the way around to like what's that underneath aquarium what's that called reception Office yeah, I the, the lobby. Office, yeah, what that front oh, lobby office. and you can oh, I know where yeah, you're. Yeah, office that, about. that underneath aquarium you can hop up the aquarium hatch and you're behind him at VIP and like you didn't go upstairs or anything, so like their Claymore whatever flank watch they have on the stairs isn't gonna catch you. Like that it can be super helpful, but
0: Yeah, I was gonna say I actually think on Clubhouse and Villa he could be pretty good just because both of those basements are like really big and have a lot of hatches and like pretty easy to lose people in those basements. So whether yeah. they're on, like, the first floor objectives, which are probably not for those maps, or on the second floor objectives, you could just kind of, you know, as they're trying to control the first floor or whatever, you could pop up through those. I can't confirm this because I don't play Rarchs, because who does? But <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wait, Villa has a basement? Crazy. Well, um, it kind of does. It, it's really it has more... a maze. It has a maze.
3: I thought that was only useful for rushes on the kitchen objective.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> well, unless you want to like waste half the round trying to figure your way out, that's the only use for it, so... Okay, Fuse, uh, they gave him an extra cluster charge, which is crazy, Boopsy. Do you think this is uh, going to make a big difference for Fuse's like, pick rate and win rate and stuff? Uh,
3: so as far as like the... So short answer is yes. Um, and, and the reason behind this is if things stay the same with the Thatcher ban, I think uh, Fuse is going to be your next best bet at clearing uh, utility in sight. Now, I, I think that was already the case before, the buff to four from three cluster charges, but it's it's only applicable on very specific sites, uh, mostly basement sites, but obviously excluding, like, bank because there's no soft ceiling above. Um, so if you think, like, consulate basement, um, you can get into piano and you can fuse off that entire white van area, taking care of all the bandits and the maestro cams and everything like that. Um, I don't think you're going to see many cluster charge kills like you already really don't see a lot of that, especially in ranked at, at the higher levels. Um, but I do think, especially like I said, with the prevalence of the Thatcher ban, I think he's going to see some use in those higher ranks um, just to clear utility. And I think that's what he's best at to begin with. So, I think, yeah, I think he is. He's He's moved from at
1: the beginning of the game, it was put these above the enemy and you're going to get kills. And now it's put this in objective just to clear utility. Like it's definitely changed what their vision for Fuse was. Um, it, there's actually a Reddit post on the TTS. And just because we're talking about Fuse, I figured may as well talk about this TTS Reddit post about Fuse before moving on to the next uh, thing in the patch notes. Um, this is by uh, Orange, U, Orange, and Black5. So he has a, a Reddit post on the TTS subreddit called Fuse, Wider, Not Deeper. So his his. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> so his his whole point is Fuse's weakness wasn't that he didn't have enough cluster charts. Like he had he had three, right? Those are fifteen pellets that are gonna kill ADS's. Like and that's he had two
0: originally, right? Didn't he start with two? Did he have two? I'm pretty sure he had two. And then they gave, him, they gave him three. And then they also gave an extra puck per charge. And they changed the... They've
1: definitely changed like, how, they, how they move around and, and stuff. stuff. And Rogue Nine had a
0: really, really good video about like, kind of dissecting that change. And Fuse is actually like, pretty broken right now where like, it's really easy to TK... Or not TK, but suicide yourself. Like, even
4: if you're N-T-K. above sight. <laughs> and
0: TK.
3: That, that's I, actually I, like, been patched. Oh, no, has it? That issue. Yeah, that came in with yeah. the new shrapnel system um and what it was doing is it was it was uh basically the the shrapnel was going through the floors whereas now the only way you can hurt yourself with a fuse charge from above is if you stand directly over the hole that you created okay um so yeah so you gotta make sure to move, to move. Away, you're all good but <laughs> cool 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 okay Chris. No, don't stop. stand
2: still in the siege crazy
0: <laughs> Unless yes. lion charges, then everybody stops for one and a half seconds.
1: <laughs> I was watching people on a drone the other day, and a lion went out, and they all just—they were all in objective. Everyone just stopped and started looking at each other, and looking around. I was like, "That's funny." <laughs> um, it was, it okay, so really this funny. This guy, orange and black five. Um, so he says, "Fuses biggest um, weakness basically is that if if a site is upstairs." there's no ceiling to put charges on. So there's only reinforced walls or barricades. You're not going to put one on a barricade because you're not freaking crazy and you can't put it on reinforced walls. So there's nowhere to put the charges to actually use his utility. And so his whole thing is, why not look at the possibility of placing them on reinforced walls? And at first you think, well, that's super broken. He says, obviously, we don't want any buff to fuse focused on challenging the utility meta to become frustrating and kill a lot of players out of nowhere. So we're going to need to balance this somehow. So he wants to double the time it takes for fuse to place the cluster charge when he does it on a reinforced surface and increase the volume of it being placed. So if he puts it on a barricade or puts it on a, in, on a destructible ceiling or a destructible wall soft wall, it's not reinforced. It would be just the same as it is now. But if he puts it on a reinforced wall, it would take longer. It would be a lot louder. Give the defenders plenty of time to move. So it's not like so. If you're bandit tricking, you're not going to be killed by a fuse charge. You're going to hear it for sure, and you're going to have plenty of time to move. But it will it will go off. Like it it's going to go off if if the wall's not like you can still bandit trick it right. But if the wall's not electric, electrified, electrified that's what I'm looking for. The wall's not electrified, um or or jammed. So his whole his whole point is give him more places to put the fuse charges, like especially on some of the sites that he can't put them on because the wall's all reinforced and there's nowhere else to put them. And then maybe put it back down to, to three cluster charges instead of four. But that would actually, that would buff him and not, it wouldn't be like a crazy buff. know. what do you guys think about? I think four,
2: I think four has always been a bad idea for things in Siege. Four is not a good number for Siege. It's a lot, and We yeah. Gave Ye- we gave Ying four Candelas. What happened? She was busted for two weeks. We... Like you Yeager, if Jaeger were to get another ADS, he'd be busted. Um like things rarely work well in Siege if they're fours. Well,
0: because once you get that fourth one, then it's just like using it willy-nilly, right? Like you, there's like no risk to using the thing. Um and they like they mentioned this on their designer's notes that they wanted to enable fuse players to like use them more and not like be so conservative about it. But I feel like that's the problem that comes when you get to the fours.
4: Right. Well, and especially with think-
2: like, if if Ace were to get another Selma too, like, goodness, that'd be scary. Two hatches or like four walls? Nah.
0: Blitz gets four uh,
2: flashes. It's five, doesn't he? Yeah, but he. No, he's I think down he gets to four. four so. But he only uses two and he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's
3: true. Sometimes no. just one. I read a post on Reddit. This was a while ago. I think it was right around the Invitational after the Tachanka rework um, was announced. And someone was talking about a Fuse rework that was similar to making his utility kind of like how Twitch's works. So instead of it being uh, like deployable the way it is now where you put it on the ceiling or on a, on a, ha- a hatch or whatever, um, he has drones that kind of do what his cluster charge does now. It would be like mm-hmm. kind of like a little drone grenade launcher thing that wasn't like uh, not effective at, at doing damage to people like it might do 20 damage to an enemy, but it could you know, you could drive it up to a maestro turret and yeet a little grenade at the maestro turret and it kind of would work like an impact grenade. And mm-hmm. I thought, you know, if you gave him two of those drones with like two or three charges each, that might. It would. i feel like it would kind of be a buff in certain respects and also a nerf obviously because the fragging potential is lowered but you'd have a lot more versatility as far as like where you could use him um it's just like the viability of of drones especially on pc because they're so easy to just shoot i think you'd have to make that drone a little bit harder to kill than just like one bullet you know
0: yeah for sure especially if you only had one or whatever
3: yeah, um, so it was an interesting thing I read, but I don't know how it would work out. But I think there definitely needs to be some sort of a change to the way that Fuses utility works, just because he's so limited.
4: And yeah, I like
3: loud and slow, right? Like that's the real problem, right? Yeah should he Should he be a two speed? Uh, I think uh, all right. Hot take here: I think everyone should be a two speed two armor. I I think I, I understand the I understand the reason behind like. They balanced operators around speed and armor, but we all know that armor is essentially useless. And you pick operators for their speed. You know, no one picks Doc because he's a three armor. He that you pick him for the ACOG. You know, you don't pick him because right. oh, I can take an extra bullet here. Uh no one. But like at the same time, like people do pick Ash because she's a three speed. People did pick Jaeger back when he was a three speed because he was. Same thing with Ella and Vigil and and all these other three speed operators. Um, So I think taking away that, like, balancing factor and just just balancing based on utility and guns alone would would improve the game somewhat. Uh, so I think we talked about this recently,
0: but I really like the idea of going to two speeds instead of, like, two variations. So there's, like, light and heavy operators. Because then, like, it's still sort of a thing that you can use where, like, yeah, Ash is faster than Doc and Rook, and like that makes her better in certain situations, um, but not not as huge of a difference as it is right now, right? Um, and like if you look, they recently nerfed Jaeger down from a, a three speed to a two speed, and if you look at the pick rates and the win rates, he like didn't move at all.
2: Um, he's
3: still off the charts.
0: Yeah, he's like way out there, like almost a hundred percent presence. Yeah, so. Like it, you it' make It's a lot like, a... like
2: Thanos. He's inevitable.
0: <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> but I mean, like, it, I think it's a valuable tool. But I think, like, if it were, if they, if like current, uh, if if the if the if they change it so like there was a space between three and two speeds right now, and that's where all the that that was like the light operators, and then there was somewhere between two and one speeds that was like the heavy operators.
3: Um, and then maybe make the armor like more significant or something. I don't know, but I don't know how you put significance on armor in a one shot headshot game though. That's the thing. Um, yeah, especially like, I don't know, we're all kind of playing in that high gold, low plat, uh, range as far as rank goes. And like the majority of kills you see, they, or gunfights you see end in a headshot one way or another, um, so I, it's just I don't think armor specifically like speed could continue to be a useful uh, balancing tool, but I don't think armor has really a place in in being. I mean,
0: I I think it's like it's easy to say that because you do get one shot headshotted like a lot, or you or you get those kills, but like then at the same time, when I look at my rook win rate, you know, it's like it's really good, and it's like why why would that be? Like obviously having the ACOG is great and everything, but like if I am buffing the whole team and everybody's just a little bit squishier. Or I guess less squishy. How does that work? <laughs> Which one's squishy? Oh, is squishy, more squishy dying. Yeah, you're, more you're squishier. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, like I, th- I think it does make a difference because you're not, you know, headshot rates are what uh, like on a really good player, like
3: thirty percent. I think they're higher, 40. like fifties, 40, 45. 50 okay, so like early. Let's, early. Say, let's even players say players are
2: like forty-five 50 to like fifty-fifty. So let's or even say it's fifty-fifty
0: shot. Like you can assume that two to two to three of your teammates will be killed by a headshot that round. But the others won't, and like being a little bit squishier, I think does make a difference in in a lot of gunfights. Less
1: less squishy. So tank tank is more HP. Squishy is less HP. I know. Yeah, being squishier, right? Oh, having being squishier. More, okay, having less HP or being
0: less squishy, like either way, right? That it. I think it does make a difference, and like I wish they would give us some kind of numbers to show us like what this really looks like.
2: But like, I think I can, Rogue I can... Nine did a video on it.
0: Like, but he doesn't have like stats, does he? Like on how often people are killed th- by body shots and stuff.
2: Oh, um, like that's no, what I, I want don't to think the, Oh, okay, you're talking about like the, as a community as a whole. Yeah, I want to see right. like
0: how many times is a round won by somebody under 20 HP. You know, stuff like that. Um, because yeah, I, I think it's like it's kind of one dimensional to say like, oh, well, there's one shot headshot, so armor doesn't matter. Like. Some Like, in some gunfights, it doesn't matter, but in others, it does. Like, how many times do you come out of a gunfight at 20 HP? You know what I mean?
3: Yeah. I think the the biggest place I uh, recognize the significance of armor is when I come in contact with explosives. Whether it be a nitro cell in the floor below me or someone trying to nade me out of a corner. Sometimes I'll be playing, like, Dock. And someone will throw a grenade, you know, in the vicinity of where I'm playing, and I'll be like, oh, I'm dead here, and then I'm not. And I'm like, oh, three, three armor, okay. Um, yeah, totally. But other than that, I'm going to be honest, I don't really notice it in gunfights, other than, like, when I go to quick peek people on dock, I'm not as quick. Sure. Well, it, yeah. it's probably just something I'm so used to, like, the damage values that it's just subconscious or something like that
0: yeah so getting back to fuse specifically um i this this reddit guy, I agree with his premise that like this change for of uh, cluster charges isn't really going to make the difference that they're looking for um and I like that he's trying to be like thinking outside the box, but i like I don't know that giving fuse the ability to to fuse through hard walls reinforced walls is really like the answer, like even if you do make it a lot louder and you make it slower and all that stuff, it's just like you're making them a lot more powerful than you already is. Like think about fuse breaching or uh, fusing on a castle window, right? Like yeah. as a fuse, when you see a castle window, you're just like, oh, awesome, free money, right? Like because you you walk out there and unless they're like doing something tricky with a pulse or something, it's pretty much like a guaranteed safe fuse charge that you're going to kill some utility. And so, like, yeah. if you're essentially adding that to every single site, like, I don't know, man, that seems like that seems like really not not fair.
2: And the other thing is, we ha- already have, I guess, technically five operators that have huge interactions with the wall. You got Thermite, Habana, Ace, Th- Thermite, Habana, Ace, Maverick, Maverick, and Thatcher. Like, and Thatcher always banned, but you still have, uh, and Callie. Sorry, I forgot about her.
4: Because
2: there's better ways to get batteries and Cade claws off. (laughs) But so I guess six operators that you have that can interact with the wall. You put a seventh there and especially somebody who has a way good gun. The Fuse's AR is hot. I'm so glad it's on Ace. But a good gun, even though he's a three speed, but he still has interaction with the wall. Like, and he can go above too. He can. He's going to become the next Ace. Ace is such a an adaptable operator because Ace can get a hatch and get a wall. He can open up two panels on the garage. like, And it's so much faster, too. That's why Ace has such a high pick right now. And he's being picked over all these other hard breachers is because he's so quick. You throw it and forget it. Right. And I I feel like Ubi just fell in the grass, this concept of like. If it's a place and forget it, even if it's on attack, like you throw it and you forget it, they're going to be a high pick rate.
0: Totally. And like you think about, you know, you're making the point about the wall interaction. Think about trying to bandit trick against a Thermite where there's also a fuse who can can go through the reinforced wall. So Thermite just starts planting his charge on one wall and like just just throw that charge, right? Like that's fine. Because on the other wall, Fuse is planting a freaking fuse charge that's going to kill that bandit. Or at least force him off the wall. Yeah. And then, and then Thermite has a free breach because he's not going to take damage throughout the reinforced wall, right? Like, and you think right. about how this would interact with different operators. And it's just like, nah, that's not, that's not, not going to work, man. I'm sorry.
2: Yeah.
4: Yeah. That's a good point.
1: Um, anyway, that's, that's Fuse in the test server. They added a, a, uh, whatever that freaking thing is called. Uh, what's that called? Cluster charge. Added a cluster charge. <laughs> probably not going to do too much. I mean, I think it's going to help with the utility, but, that's never been his problem. I right. know. I
2: can definitely see a ying thing coming here with Fuse. Everybody's yeah. gonna be like, "Oh, cool, he's getting another charge," and then everybody's gonna be like, "Yep, Fuse is busted. Now take it away." Yeah,
0: I know. We need to move on, but I'll, let me make one more point, and then I want to ask one more question. Then let's let's keep going. But. Yep. um another thing with fuse is like the this guy's making the point that like he's not useful on a lot of sites, but like Mira's not useful on a lot of sites, and she's like one of the best operators in the game and like one of the most banned operators, so it's like y- you can't like think that someone needs to be buff just because they're only good on certain sites yeah, but you can you can
1: choose where you're going with Mira, you can't choose where that's you're true. going with fuse
0: right but
1: but that's it's like unfair every attacker attack. right yeah, but you can't you can't say like Mira's <laughs> not useful on every site, but you just don't pick her on those sites like. You can be like, well, then I just won't pick them, but you can't do that with any
4: attacker.
2: Haban is not useful on every site.
4: Well, yeah, I mean, of, yeah, like attackers attackers not every
3: defenders aren't.
4: Well, it's
2: just like you can say that about every attacker. I feel like you can. There's a handful of attackers where it's like these handful of attackers aren't useful on every site. They're really good at what they do.
0: Fuse probably stands out in that that thing, but like. Also, I think he is—he can be really good on the sites that he's good. So, and like you, that's just kind of the risk you take as an attacker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So, Which- w- one quick question is like, what do you guys think they should do with Fuse aside from like getting into like a full rework? Like, what's like kind of a simple fix that you think might might help uh, help him a little bit?
3: Give him NATO sites. Get rid of the Russian optics. I love the Russian optics. I'm so sick of it. <laughs> I actually I, like them too. They're so obstructive to my view. I just, I, I, I don't play. I the only Russian operator I play is Capcan, and I just use the Hollow because it's the least awkward looking out of all. I actually of them. think they're
0: <laughs> way like more, like way less obstructive. Yeah,
3: I, I agree. Really, it's crazy. Yeah, I play mostly Hollow on the NATO sites. I don't do a lot of ACOG. I just. It's not my thing
2: i don't like the russian acog i do like the russian reflex though
3: russian reflex is so good <laughs> russian reflex looks cool i, I think they say, just redo the sites in general i think i think the russian reflex is the strongest site out of the russian ones because it's it's got a really clear site picture but i yeah. still there's mm. just like so much going on on the side of it that it just distracts me
4: hmm
1: yeah, I'm not sure like what exactly you could do to fuse just like like a simple chain. I mean, two two I think is like the clear the clear like oh we'll just do this and it will buff him a lot. Like yeah, it will, but will it make him OP? I think that's what a test server is for, honestly. Yeah, but it would that's be not interesting.
0: I think I said this last week. I like I would love to have uh where you could place multiple charges at once and detonate them all together. And that sounds like crazy when you think about obviously four charges, yeah. but even three charges with what, six pucks each or something like that. Yeah. But what if like if you did um, that with each successive one that you put down, you lost like one or two pucks per charge? You know? So like you could do all three charges at once, but they only shoot out three pucks or something.
4: I could even see with that, out.
1: you would clear you could clear a whole entire site of everything. Right, but All it would take a ton second. of
0: time and you would have not to sure. place. Like, he's yeah, slow yeah, yeah. and loud, and like it's loud to place him. So, like, it would take forever. It would be obvious what you're doing. And you would just kind of be depending on them, like, not responding and like forgetting that you placed a charge somewhere and haven't detonated it. Right.
1: The more I, we're talking about this, the more I'm wondering why we don't play Fuse more. <laughs> I play him a lot.
3: <laughs> I think. Yeah. So, on yeah. the on the topic of them all going off and being able to place them all, I think if they went off sequentially, so, like, the first one you placed, Ooh. Emptied, and then the next one, and then the next one, but you don't necessarily have to place them down, you know, one, blow it up, then another, then blow it up. You just place them all down and then hit the button and they all go off, but not at the same time, you know? Right, right. I think that would even be a simple, simple change that would make him a lot more useful because you can yeah. kind of, you know, because by the... One cluster charge goes up. I meet imme- off. I immediately start going upstairs to kill that fuse. Um, right. Whereas if you could, you know, place them all down, get out of the building, then hit it, and then you can't get flanked while while you can't hear the flank happening because everything's blowing up around you.
0: Mm-hmm. That would be super op on a plant. Like if you had the thing planted oh, God, and like yeah. you had already set up your fuse charges ahead of time, and it's like, well, if they don't get it in the first half of the of the fuse of the plant of the diffuser or whatever then i can just set off my fuses and the room will be blowing up for the next 30 seconds <laughs>
3: that's true i didn't even think about that he's already kind of nuts in post plant though because you could do that in theory from above still oh it, yeah there's nothing i love better
0: it. there's nothing i love better than having a plant down and still having fuse charges it's so great it's incredible <laughs> yeah okay um that's about it for this. I mentioned Nomad. All they really did with her was um, made the feedback of when you go through a wall by a Nomad air jab the same as when Oryx goes through a wall. So they're just kind of like making that consistent. It's um, a
1: five HP now as well. You get five HP taken off when you go through the wall. It used to do nothing. Uh, yeah, that's right.
0: So but you could actually, you could I theoretically heard. get killed with air jabs now. Yeah, but you cool. could before if you got thrown off a freaking cliff. Which was like I've they, seen that happen once, and that was in the trailer for Nomad.
1: <laughs> I, I, I there was a Reddit post about it like recently, and it was they, he they were playing Secure Area, I think, and somehow like someone had moved to the right spot where like one was down, and the guy was messing with the down guy, and then moved to the air job, and it blew him out the wall and it, like off a cliff or something, like off the edge of the building. I support it. And kill him. It was funny.
4: <laughs> but never happened. Okay. Anyway.
0: Let's talk about the designers' notes. Um, these are, of course, the charts where they show us the wind delta and the presence. Um, and we'll go through this kind of quick because these are the kinds of things that, like, you really have to look at if you want to understand what's going on here. But we'll talk about like the major stuff. Um, so maybe let's start first by going through what they wrote down uh, and like talking about that, and then we'll just talk about any extra things that we saw. So they talk about fuse, which I think we've already gone through, and then um gridlock wait we talked about fuse uh did we wait hang on I, am i wait did we <laughs> <laughs> Gridlock. yeah gridlock i think we've done orcs. we've done so we went through most of this stuff but what's interesting here is the balancing retrospective so they talk about the changes they made last season and how that's affected this season so Amaru's pretty
1: interesting um this is okay this right here i'm you you're gonna keep going but what we're about to see of the statistics that they have on Amaru, this is the kind of stuff I want them to just show us all. Like they, they have stuff. They're taking statistics on things that I wouldn't even have thought to take statistics on. Like, mm-hmm. oh, go ahead. But I'm just wow.
0: Well, see the thing about this is like, I don't think that they're like actively collecting these statistics necessarily. I think what they're probably doing is querying a database and figuring this stuff out. Okay, you know what I mean? It's not like they have like yeah. a dashboard that's always showing this stuff. I would guess. Um, You're probably right but but yeah like it's all there it'd be cool if we had more access to that kind of data uh but basically what they say is both at top and regular levels of play uh i guess if you don't know what's changed with tomorrow is when she she can now um breach without breaking sorry she can use her grapple without breaking hatches ahead of time um and then when she comes up she brings up her gun a lot faster is that
1: mostly it is there anything else yeah, it's basically her gun comes up in half the time, and then she can go through hatches without having right. to shoot him out first.
0: Right, and I think we kind of theorized it wouldn't be that big of a difference, but I think it's actually a pretty big difference. Um, so they say both top and regular levels of play, uh, her KD has significantly improved from 0. 0.4. Uh, so K, KD immediately following the use of a Gara hook went from 0.45 to 0. 0.9 in top ranked, and then 0.45 to 0.96 for casual. So where she used to go in and basically be dead almost all the time now it's like almost a one to one uh shot of whether or not she'll win a gunfight up there. Uh also it's being used on barricaded windows a lot more than it used to it went from 38 to 60% usage on barricaded windows compared to uses in other places. Um and then they have a nice chart here that kind of shows like where she's using her barricade or where she's using her garahook between the different seasons and then also how often she gets into a fight immediately following? They don't show us who wins the fight on the on the uh, chart, which would have been nice. But um, yeah, I don't know. Do you guys have anything to add on on Amaro?
2: Yeah, uh, Ubi can thank me for padding Amaro's stats. So
3: <laughs> that Amaro full sand just doing work. And they can also oh. thank me for making them look not as crazy as they actually are, because I die every time when I use it.
2: <laughs> Boopsy gets so mad. Like I wish there was just clips every time I did a Miami Mara Cafe of every time Boopsy's tried it and every time I've tried it I get a three piece, a two piece, a four piece, whatever maybe
3: and I get shot and... on my way to the window. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you go in heaven? Yeah, yeah. flying heaven window.
0: Yeah, that's that's cool.
3: I have had some success doing the the hatch trick though. Um I think the craziest one I pulled off was on Clubhouse. I went up the hatch in uh, construction, like, real early in the round one, and we were attacking uh, gym bedroom one time, and just, like, got a 4K within, like, the first 10 seconds I I had entered that floor. It was kind of ridiculous, because I killed some guy who was peeking master, and then I killed another guy, or he was, like, holding main stairs from master door, and then I killed a guy through, like, the soft wall in between gym and bedroom and then someone pushed me from construction probably came from cash and then like the last person ran out of logistics and died and i was just like okay amaru
4: yeah
3: She's kind of she, nuts she she like i'm
0: definitely surprised by an amaru a lot more often now than i ever used to be so
1: um okay chris tell me about oryx oryx they <laughs> Basically, said, um, they so they added the angle grip to Oryx. Um, they said the vertical grip still is 59% of the time. They said his win rate has, um, is is better. He has 7% higher kills per round. His KD ratio exceeds 1.0. Um, yeah, so so the change here, you mentioned the angle grip,
0: and the other thing was that uh, it was a damage reduction of when he dashes through walls. So they're saying mm-hmm. that people are doing that a lot more often. And then, of course, there's the changes coming that we just talked about with like the uh, timing of the Rima dash and the recharge and all that stuff. Um, yeah.
1: Um, they said his his wind delta is has gone up from casual from negative 2.3 to negative 2.0, and then his ranked -3.8 -3.0 so they they acknowledge he still needs help cuz it's still obviously
4: like lower than it should be um but yeah he's on. on a positive trajectory right but
1: now all of a sudden they say year 5 season 2.1 update his win delta is from -3.0 to -0.2% so i don't know where this other 3.8
0: uh, see what i'm I- saying yeah I wonder if they wrote that initial thing and like at the beginning of season two and then at season two point one
1: um oh, yeah, so this was like next, so this again. original is uh year five season two point zero and it went from negative three to 3.0. and now in year five season two point one, it's gone from negative 3.0 to negative point two so which is pretty good. yeah, it's almost equal.
0: okay, so for echo, they uh changed the disorientation effect. Um, they made it like less severe, didn't they?
2: Yeah, they stopped the rolling effect of your screen. Right, right, right. So right. your screen used to tip like ninety freaking degrees, so you're and a little back, bit less ninety drunk. freaking degrees. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: so it's a pretty small change that they're saying they saw here. The percentage of kills um for of players under the effect of the Okajiron went from point four seven eight percent to point four zero percent. So it's not like a huge difference. Uh, and they. They did see that there's a win delta increase for Echo players at the top, top level, but his pick rate um, and win delta for casual hasn't moved. Um, he's being banned less, but this is because Malusi was added, who is being banned a lot more. Um, Thanks, Malusi. Yeah, so it's actually interesting because Echo suddenly is like back in games. where he, It's <laughs> never so freaking nice. And uh, yeah, it's it's just interesting to see in there. I think that's where we're seeing most of these changes because the uh, the changes that happened to Echo weren't very significant. So I think what we're seeing here on the actual stats is just the effect of him being in the game more often. Yeah. Um, so not much there, I don't think. Kali, uh, they changed her lance. What did they
2: change on her lance? I don't even remember. They made it faster. They used okay. to take like one... And a half seconds or one point two. I don't remember. Anyways, they lowered it like a ton. So you can actually like like att- like attempt to beat the bandit trick, I guess. Like you can still bandit trick with it, but yeah, so they uh, say they easy. say the, the lances
0: destroyed have been reduced by 13% in top ranked and then ten percent in casual. So on both sides, she's seeing um an increase what's really interesting here is her getting to SPSMG9 uh as opposed to what was it the C the CSRX's or the c 75 yeah so she, that C75 is replaced with clashes SMG and so it, where it used to be that 65% of her kills came from her sniper rifle now um 51% are coming from her sniper rifle and the other 49% are coming from her SMG. So she's definitely like become more versatile and people are are using her to like actually go in now as opposed to just being afraid because they didn't have a decent close range weapon. Uh and they see her they say her wind delta saw a small increase. So I think she's on a really good trajectory. I definitely feel like she's more useful and like not a throw pick anymore.
2: It's nice having like I guess an option, um, right? Because, like anybody who goes and looks at these designer notes, you're just going to see the Thatcher band that's have surpassed the Jackal band and Jackal's band in every ranked game ever. But, right? Surprisingly, Jackal makes it through more times than not than Thatcher, and it's it's getting old, man.
0: <laughs> Having Thatcher banned.
2: <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> the Unrenowned podcast has a Thatcher main. And conveniently enough, the person who's not here is also our Thatcher main, so we get real sick and tired of it what, real quick. What, it,
1: okay, this this Thatcher ban thing, is this just because Pro League all of a sudden has decided to start banning Thatcher a lot, and then everyone else is like, oh, I guess we ban Thatcher now? Yep. <laughs> because he didn't, nothing changed.
3: Yeah, that's what right? it has to be, right? That's exactly what it is. And the, the whole thing is ridiculous, because everyone complains about the 22nd meta, where you're getting rid of the one operator who can help you deal with all this utility. And yeah. You, so we just ban them all the time and then we're going to complain about the 20 second meta sounds good guys welcome to see okay
1: I will say this this whole 20 second meta thing I think this isn't this that's not a siege thing because of utility I think it is I think it's a siege thing because of utility but I also think this is just a thing that happens in games where there's this 20 second push when the game forces you to actually do something when time runs out like this happens in every this happens in Call of Duty Search and Destroy it happens in CSGO like the, the pro CSGO The eSports, ESL, it happens in Siege last 20 seconds because the game finally says, hey, you have to do something or you're going to lose the round. And people go, okay, okay, I guess we got to go. We got to go. We got to go. Like, it just happens in all these games. Something actually happens at 20 seconds. It's not like, yes, it takes time to kill the utility in Siege, but it's just because the game forced, like if the game, if the round was four minutes long, I think you'd still see 20 second pushes because they're just going to take all the time they could possibly need until the game says, hey, you have to do something. They say, okay, yeah, I guess so
3: completely agree
1: yeah i think you're
0: super right especially um because like with siege the attackers tend to have like better long-range weapons like better holding angles they have more acogs they have stronger weapons more like they tend to be more um like i think a lot of them are easier to control like long distances than some of the smgs and stuff so like it, like it behooves the attackers to just like be patient right and see if the defense will give mm-hmm. them anything while they're in like a pretty safe spot, so unless like your attack is going perfectly where like you're moving through whatever your plan was and like you kill whoever's in your way or nobody was in that spot, and like you kind of just like slowly make your way onto site like really smoothly, like you're going to get hung up. And it just makes sense to sit there and wait and see what the defense gives you as opposed to like pushing in one at a time or trying to make a crazy push, like if you're gonna go for the crazy push, like might as well wait till the last second to do it, right right so yeah, like I think there is a lot of utility to clear and everything, but I don't know, it seems like that's all happened long before twenty seconds
1: gets there, yeah, I think that's just the nature of games that have a time limit that makes you do something in order to win, yeah.
0: Anyway, back on topic. So yeah, Thatcher went from 36% ban rate up to 50% ban rate this season, um, surpassing Jackal, who went from 63 to 43 So yeah, I, I do think this is just an influence of Pro League because nothing changed again. Um, yeah. And then we do see Ace pop up at 21% ban rate. He's now fifth behind those two, Montaigne
1: and Blackbeard. Yeah, this is actually the first time in a very long time that we've actually seen the new operators Positive in both presence and uh wind delta and ban rate. Like, this is the first time we've actually seen new operators uh, change the game totally.
0: And yeah, both kind of them. Of an, and
1: I'm, I'm not like bugged. Like, I think Malusi and Ace, I think they're both super strong, but I'm not annoyed by either of them in the same way that I'm annoyed with a jackal or lion scans or even Blitz sometimes or Kavera sometimes. Like, they don't bug me. Like, I understand their gadget and make sense what it does. It's visible, it's clear, and it's good but it doesn't. Yeah, so just so
0: people know like what we're talking about here on defense, uh, Mira went from 81% bans down to 64%. She's still number one, but Malusi is now a very close second at 61%. Uh, Brand new operator, 61% ban rate, with Echo going from 67% to 40%, who used to be like the auto ban. So she is now second and just barely behind Mira on ban rate. So uh, Mythic, do you think like... Do you think those Malusi bans are warranted? Or do you think she like you know, Chris is saying that she's um she's in a good spot where she's powerful but not super annoying? Like, do you agree with that or do you think she's like overpowered?
2: Um, I think the reason why her ban rate jumped so high is because I declared that she's gonna be my new main and everybody doesn't want me to be a <laughs> Malusi main, so yeah. <laughs> they just listen to the hard suck podcast. But I think a lot no, of people all... declared that. <laughs> yeah.
0: She's good um... and fun.
2: Yeah, I I love playing Malusi, um, and she's got a really good gun, but I definitely don't understand what was going on with their idea when it came to the, I guess, the idea of Malusi, or or the creation of Malusi. They basically gave, they made a Legion 2.0 and made it way crazier. Like, you can hear it from across the map. You know when you're getting somebody in your trap. Um, Like, It's just one of those things where it helps the entire team, and when they nerfed Legion, everybody's like, "Oh, this is perfect." But then they just made a second Legion. She's got the same gun, a better pistol, impacts, a better secondary gadgets. She's got Nitro. It's I. I definitely see where they're coming from because Legion used to be banned all the time, Mm -hmm. um, and this is just Legion just way crazier. So yeah, yeah, I. I definitely think the Malusi ban is warranted. I definitely do enjoy the nerf that they made lowering that range because the 6 meters that it was, I think it was 6 meters, um, bef- that this nerf happened a while ago. Um, but that 6 meters was just too much.
3: You guys totally. remember, uh, you remember year one barboyer? Yes. That's <laughs> that's what Malusi is. She's uh-huh. got three year one barboyers. Um, yeah,
0: and they're ha- they're harder to destroy.
3: Yeah, uh but like literally, this I, I I forget who said it, but someone was like, someone asked the streamer, they're like, "What are your thoughts on Malusi?" And he was like, "It's Year One Barbwire, I hate it," and that's really stuck with me. Um, just because like if you think about it, like Year One Barbwire, you had to walk all the way to the middle of it to melee it, mm-hmm. um, and it was just like really kind of a nuisance. And that's exactly what Malusi feels like. Like every time. And it's it's harder to tell when you're about to enter one, so it, she frustrates me, but she doesn't frustrate me to like the level of you know when I get jackal tracked or if I die to a Blackbeard that I should have shot in the head, but I shot in the not head because he's Blackbeard. <laughs> I yeah. shot in the not head. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I shot him in his Saran wrap instead of in his head. So. <laughs>
0: Do you guys think that part of this uh, Malusi annoyance is the fact that everybody's banning Thatcher now? Because Thatcher obviously like helps to get through those things.
2: I Say boopsy. What? What is Thatcher?
3: Thatcher is the answer to everyone's problems. but what I, I think <laughs> the the real thing is the addition of well, my, uh in in combination with Jaeger. that makes it so hard. Um. It's just, and, the and like, obviously, Buck losing nades. It, so they put nades on a bunch of operators that no one wants to play to get people to play them, but no one, right. still, still no one wants to play them. Like, no one's going to take a Finca in a ranked game because she has yeah. nades, you know? And same thing with Nook and all these operators they gave nades to to try and make more viable, whereas they could have taken the viable ops and kept them having nades, and then we would have a lot more ways to deal with this. Right. Um, so the fact that Thatcher's banned all the time, Buck doesn't have nades, it's just the whole thing is frustrating.
4: Uh yeah. Well, so in both one us, of our
2: episodes, Boopsy said Thatcher's the root of all evil. That the
3: Thatcher ban is the root of all evil. Yeah, the, yeah, that's the that's Thatcher Ban
2: is the root of all evil is the root of all evil. That's what he said on one of our episodes. And um that's that's one of those things that Boopsy said that's stuck with me ever since. I was like, You're you're right. Like it fixes Malusi. Like Thatcher's like, there's a reason why Thatcher has 100% presence in pro league. He's either banned or picked. And We're in most so, rigged games, he's in the same position.
3: So, here's my thing, though. Like, yes, Thatcher is OP. And, yes, I understand, like, the the thought process behind banning him. But, like, he he just... The problem is, is that Thatcher does so much, and there's no viable Thatcher alternative. Like, you can scream from the rooftops all you want about Cali can deal with Bandit whatever dude that's not thatcher's only job Thatcher literally dealt with everything if you cut the list of things thatcher could deal with in half and gave that to a different operator that does something similar to him i think things would be a lot better um i don't know that's just me though but on the topic of like what, what chris was saying about it's finally a season where the new operators have have changed the game i think ace is the real the real game changer here and I think when when people see him introduced to pro league next season uh they're going to understand why like we've kind of discussed this within our rank stack that the people we play with on a day-to-day basis where with the addition of Ace we've changed up our primary sites on multiple maps because he's mm. so hard to bandit trick against um and I we were one of those teams who was constantly just like I would sit on the wall as bandit for two minutes and 30 seconds and just trick the entire time and they wouldn't get in. Now I can't do that, especially like I can do it on uh, if it's just two walls, but unlike like the triple wall and consulate garage. I don't even bother tricking it anymore. I'm just like, they're going to get in. Let's just, I'll, I'll I'll play like a maestro or something to deal with them once they're in instead of trying to keep them out. So I think you're going to see a lot of, uh, a lot of changes happen to the meta of the game because of ACE, because just a, how quickly he can get his utility down and, and just open walls. Totally.
0: Okay. Um, it's probably time to move on from this. Uh. There's not really much else on these charts. that's like super interesting. Like people move around a little bit, but nothing crazy. What's most interesting, I think is people that didn't move at all. Like, you know, you mentioned Finca and, uh, and uh, what's her name? Nook getting the Nook. grenades. Yeah. yeah it like, made
3: no difference. No
0: difference. Like they're basically exactly the same. Uh, Buck went down a ton, though, losing his frags because that's like a major part of his kit. It's not just that he has frags, right? It's that it's like synergistic with what he does. Yeah, Uh, I know Chris has been really frustrated with that.
2: His Delta didn't change, but his presence dropped significantly. It's because you just need other operators, right? But uh, and then and Sledge moved up a little bit, I think, to compensate for that, right? Because he's similar and
0: has frags, so. Um. But yeah, like I've always I always want to recommend to people like go look at these charts if you like kind of siege theory because it's very interesting to see like what people are thinking through who they're picking and and what they're winning and stuff. All
1: right, let's take a quick break for a sponsor and then we'll talk about some of these random topics and then move into Discord discourse. Okay, so while I was playing siege this week, I came across a couple of things that I just wanted to mention real fast in the podcast. Um starting off the game so that i got an email this last week saying i'm in the top 18 of players in terms of number of matches played so for a long time people have been wondering like how active how many active players are there in siege like how many people are really playing how many of these accounts are just alt accounts because they told us there's 60 million players now I'm like well, what does that really mean like that's probably just account spot which yeah it probably is but we always wondered like what it actually means so they sent me an email saying i'm in the top 18 of players and that week i had played like probably two or three nights and each night was probably like four hours or so. And so that's kind of quite a bit of playtime throughout a week that I would consider as an active player. So if I'm top 18% of 60 million players, that means at least 18% of the 60 million players are active players. So that's 10 million active players. And even if we assume that half of the accounts are all accounts that people are just as active on as their main account, that's still 5 million active players in Siege. like right. Across console and pc but that's five million active players playing this game so and how many, how many days did you say,
0: how many days did you say you played that week two or three so yeah like i think active would be like i would consider active like once a week or maybe once every other week even so like yeah we're looking at 20 30 million like people playing siege regularly so
1: yeah Anyway, just interesting to think about. Um, second thing, I think they should go through maps. So, pro league has its own callouts, squads have basically their own callouts, and then there's callouts on the map that are callouts that the map gives you that people half the time use and half the time don't use. Like yeah. Heaven, just for example, labels. on yeah, Heaven for example on um Cafe Dostoevsky, there's no callout on the map that says Heaven, but everybody calls it Heaven. Or New Hatch. The the map doesn't say New Hatch, just everyone calls it New Hatch because that's what we've all decided. This is what we're going to call it. I think they should go around on each map and just change the callouts to what the community has decided. This is what it's called because that would help new players a ton. Instead of new players being like, "Oh, they're on," I don't know. I can't think of like a good random callout, but they're on this, and everyone's like, I don't the F is... yeah. what is like, "Cocktail balcony." Yeah, what is <laughs> cocktail balcony? Where are you? What do you? What do you mean? And I was like, "Oh, that's called heaven." And It's like, how should I know that's called heaven? The game should tell you, "Hey, this is what the community has decided. This is called heaven."
0: I mean, um, what if like, what if the callout doesn't really have any relation to what it actually is or looks like? You know what I mean? Like, should they update heaven to like have like a heaven painting on the ceiling or something? No, so it I look- think Jesus. No, I just think there. they
1: just should change the callout yeah. <laughs> to what the community decides the callouts are. Like, I don't think it matters that like pillbox, like that doesn't that room. Why are you calling it a pillbox? I don't know, but I mean because it's but like the game doesn't have a pillbox. It's just what we yeah. call it. And so the game should say this is called pillbox. Like it doesn't matter that I mean we have sentient barbed wire in the game. Who cares that the call out is has nothing to do with where it is. (laughs) If people just know, like, oh, that's why people are calling it this, I think that helps a ton.
0: I'm not ready to sign off on it yet, but I will uh I will allow the discussion.
4: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um,
1: Keep keep going. What's next on your random list? Yeah. The game freaking kicks you. I don't think this happens in ranked as much as unranked. I'm not sure. But I was playing unranked the other day and I was it was during the preparation phase. I was doing something like a, on another window. I was playing the game like I was active. We were like three rounds in. I was active in the game. I had done something like on another screen for a second and I went back and we were 30 seconds into the action phase. So I was inactive for probably like a minute and a half and I went to like start moving. And as soon as I like clicked on my screen, it kicked me for an activity. I was like, why? If you're going to kick me. First of all, I would rather you just not, like, even if I had a teammate that was AFK, I would rather them be in the game AFK for at least the duration of the round in hopes that they come back during that round and then kick them after the round's over, like, if they don't ever come back. But don't kick them in the middle. Like, I would rather them be there and have a chance to come back during the round and hope, like, help us. You know what I mean? Right.
4: I, I, I can say it's,
0: as a dad, it's annoying because sometimes you just you don't have an option, right? You have to get up and do something and. It should be it should be fairly generous especially since it's not going to fill the spot, right?
1: Right, it's not going to fill the spot and I understand they don't want people just like, oh, well, I'll just throw MMR, I can just go into a game and leave and it will just leave me in as AFK. Cause they don't want that, but it's like then just have it kick like at the end of the round like hey, you didn't move it all last round, now you're out of here. Yeah. And your I team once... knows like, okay, this guy isn't actually playing thermite. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: I once was kicked in Rocket League while I was actively playing because I was sitting in goal and I hadn't moved in long enough and it was like a really short timer and like <laughs> there was no warning. I was just like, I was just like sitting there holding my controller and was kicked and I was like, okay.
1: <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> uh, okay, go on. That's funny. This is my last one. The hourglass when you're loading, <laughs> this is so random. It shows like, so when you're loading, it shows like who's still loading and it will like turn an hourglass over and over again. Mm-hmm. The sand in mm-hmm. that hourglass should just go down during the time, like an actual hourglass. It should show you, like, look, this little animation works. I It'd be know. nice if they gave a progress bar of any sort. Oh, that would be nice, too. Yeah, a progress bar would be cool, but I just want the sand what to does actually currently go do? down. It just, the sand just kind of like defies gravity and sits there until it like rotates again, and then all of a sudden the sand's all on the bottom. Oh, gangster. The sand's broken, siege too. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that's my random stuff. I just playing siege i thought of random things and i said people deserve to know about my feelings and thoughts on siege and what i don't <laughs> like about Siege." Yeah.
0: <laughs> you thought i have a podcast where i could talk about these random things and people will be forced to listen right <laughs> <laughs> okay let's talk about our discord discourse topic of the week chris what's what's this all about
1: so discord discourse this week we talked about points in siege so rainbow six siege gives point notifications for doing things like injuring people for Placing a reinforced wall for killing a drone, for killing someone, for destroying bandit batteries, for destroying stuff with your EMP, for injuring someone or killing someone that has the diffuser will give you points and give you notification. So this whole Discord discourse is about whether or not those points notifications should remain in the game. Yeah, like it will still give you points, but should those notifications come up on your screen and tell you these are the things that happened or not?
2: Yeah. Are we staying um, in every game mode or just
1: like ranked mode? No, play? we can so we can break it down. So talk about it. Okay. That's yeah. <laughs> okay. Everyone it looks like had different ideas of what and I it, okay, my I'll just give my very quick opinion. I think they should be gone in ranked, and I think they should remain in casual. That's my very quick opinion, we'll talk about that more, but that's what yeah, I boops,
3: think. Boopsy, where are you at on that? Uh so I agree with Chris. Um I think in ranked and and we'll get into reasoning behind this afterwards, I assume, but I think they should remain off as far as display and ranked. Uh, I could go either way with casual. I do think it, it in the long term, it is a benefit rather than a detriment to have your points turned off. I think it makes you more aware of what's going on in, in the actual game, and I think there's a lot of bad habits people form by relying on those points for information. Mm-hmm. Mythic?
2: Um, so I turned off points when I started getting, like, really heavy into go-fours. Um, and the more in-tuned I played, like, that's weird at first. Yep. But the more in-tuned you play, you play more in-tuned, you don't get as thirsty for downs. Because you see them get downed, and you're like, okay, cool. But th- there's just something, like, subconscious about, like, that plus 60 points injured or whatever. And you're like, oh, baby, I'm gonna go get my extra 100 points. Mm-hmm. Like, or whatever, whatever the point value is, I don't know anymore. But it's, there's just something about that, and people just get thirsty. It's like, why did you push that? You're in a, right. you're in a one v one essentially. That guy's down. You don't need a sweep. It. You just need to kill the other guy. Like, right. um. But I, yeah, yeah, definitely. I don't think points should be in ranked. Um, I I don't think they should be an unranked either. But you can keep them in casual because, in the essence of like what casual is, is like they. It's for the casual player, even though you run into sweaty diamonds and champions and so on and so forth. There,
0: yeah, I think it's good for casual players and new players to have that feedback to help them like learn what's happening, right? Um, And like, you know, something as simple as like a mute jammer getting feedback on that and realizing like, oh, that's a good place to put a mute jammer because I'm getting a bunch of notifications that stuff's happening, right? Um, I think that's Mm -hmm. really good for casual. And but but like you're saying, like for ranked. So, like, I'll use this example that we played a uh, custom 5v5 with you guys recently, and you guys just had points turned off by default. And so, like, at first, it really, really threw me off. Like, I was shooting at drones, and I just thought, like, I wasn't hitting them because I was so used to seeing that point notification, like, confirm <laughs> that I killed the drone. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I was just like, why can't I kill these drones? Yeah, same thing. Why I was just can't like, I hit this default, dude? Yeah, and it's like... Oh, like it's I did already. Like it's it just blew up and I don't like I I pay more attention to this random notification than I do to the actual like visual feedback. Um so like yeah, like it made a difference, but then also just like I was noticing that I was playing way differently. Like when it came to uh you know, being a Thatcher main like when I throw my EMPs, I just I didn't know what happened. And a lot of times it'd be like, "Oh, guys, there's there's an evil eye." next to that wall somewhere you know and it's disabled right now Mm -hmm. or hey guys good news i got three bandit batteries so like we're good you know or like stuff like that and like it it really changes it like and then the downs one is another huge one like knowing that you downed somebody that that you were like shooting at or that like you got somebody through a wall that's like that's magic information that you didn't actually have and it's just kind of uh i think detrimental to such a strategic game for, for players to get information that they like didn't fairly gain, you know what I mean?
3: So one caveat is that there are sound cues for when you down someone, even through a wall. And this is something I never even realized until I turned points off and was forced to pay attention. But there is a, a distinct sound cue. It's hard to describe, but it's it's like, you know how when you nade you a castle or something, you can hear him scream across the map? yep yeah well it's nothing like that but it is that like it it is similar in the way that it's like a distinctive sound cue and once you know what to listen for for downs and stuff like that you'll it's just it becomes second nature where like you spray at someone and then you you strafe back around a corner and you're like oh he's down i know for 100 percent he's down um even though you didn't get that visual feedback as far as points go um the same thing goes you can you can tell when you tap someone through a wall you can hear him grunt and stuff like that so it's it's something that I I'm assuming like myself most people don't realize when they have points on because there's no reason to like pay attention to that kind of thing, but once they're no longer there giving you information, you learn to get your information in in other ways.
1: Do you think that sound cue should stay for injuring people, or do you think it should be removed?
3: I think the I sound cue was fine. How can you it's, like how far can you It's pretty faint. It's, it's pretty it's, faint, it's, yeah it is it's very faint it's like it's it's like a grunt, and then you hear them hit the floor um, yeah. and then like its not, it basically sounds the same as when you kill someone, but there's no there's no icon that shows up in the kill feed,, Interesting. Um, so it's like you almost think you killed someone for a split second, but then there's nothing in the kill feed, so you're like, okay, they're downed um and it, don't get me wrong if if someone's spawn peeking you out of a piano window and you're standing way out in the middle of in the middle of spawn you're not going to know that you down them with points off but if you're okay. shooting someone who's you know 10 meters in front of you you can hear it you can hear it okay yeah. well, and you can also we get um, hit markers
2: you you also get hit markers too in siege so there's two settings without really playing into this so you can turn off your points which it won't tell you like everything you destroyed like if you destroyed an evil eye band of batteries whatever it may be um but you also that you get hit markers so when you shoot a default cam it just, like points a little like white x and then when you mm-hmm. kill somebody or da- or when you down somebody, you yeah.
3: cut out for anyone else. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So what he's getting at is, um, I don't know if he disconnected or whatever, but what he was getting at is, um, you can you can turn these hit markers off. And the reason the reason everything was off as far as the extra HUD stuff in that custom game is because we were playing pro league rules. That's just the way we have our our custom games set up because those yeah. guys used to play go for us, um, and stuff like that. So they have, uh. Points notifications off, hit markers off, and something else off that I don't remember, but I leave my hit markers on personally, just because I mean it's nice to know that you shot a default cam from across the map. Um so I don't know if Mythic is still with us or if he's completely gone. <laughs> but... <laughs> yeah, yes. Can you both hear me? Yeah, you know.
2: Welcome back. Okay. I got a uh, encoder error, so that's way cool.
0: Yeah, Boopsy caught us up on what you were saying. Um one more thing I would add is just like as we had that experience playing that custom match with you guys, it's just like, just having less noise on the screen was actually really nice. Um And like, I, I wouldn't turn it off on my own because like I said, there's significant advantages to getting those, those notifications. So like, I want that, but like I would prefer if just nobody had it and my screen could be cleaner. Um, yeah and all that let's just read a couple of uh things that people said about this in the discord discourse channel in our discord which you can join by searching unrenowned discord and uh joining uh mr mikas said first of all hi everybody i love the podcast and figured it was time to join the discord so welcome in my opinion for the newcomer and casual game modes there should be point notifications to help new players understand what's going on However, in higher levels of play, such as unranked and ranked, I think that points should be turned off. So he pretty much stated like what we were saying, and a lot of people like kind of agreed with that. Um and then King Crazy had an interesting uh idea. He said, like, yeah, let's turn points off or whatever for ranked, but let's also rework the audio so you can distinguish which sh- which gadgets were broken by an EMP or whatever, and like just kind of like give more uh unique audio feedback per thing, which I think would be really cool to like, you know, yeah. the the evil eye has a different noise when it blows up than, than ADS or something. And then it's like, then it's something that's like more of like a skill ceiling thing than, and like a knowledge of the game type of thing than just like a random, uh, point notification telling you stuff.
1: Yeah, no, that's interesting. Actually, Um, I like that idea. Yeah, I really liked that.
0: Uh, just Unfriendly says uh, basically the same thing. Leave it on for casual, kill it for ranked. Um, he, he makes another good point about frost mats. You know, that's another one that you get notifications for. There's just like, you can hear that if you're paying attention. So like this crutch of the points just like shouldn't be there.
2: Um, oh, 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 about points. So this really, really angrily upsetted me and I was way (laughs) way way big mad when this hat came into the game proximity alarms you get two points for every little like double ring it makes Mm. and like so you can put it top floor and you can go to the very bottom floor and your proximity alarm starts going off you're a mile away and you're not going to be able to hear that you're like oh hey they're pushing red on cafe you're like what yep that's dumb that is dumb it helps you out the team but you can still call it out
1: that's dumb. I agree. That is really stupid.
2: Yeah. Like, I mean that,
0: that gadget is designed to like notify you that they're coming by audio cues. Right. And so like the fact that it comes with also this, uh, this sixth sense cue is like
2: kind of broken. So yeah, I was big upset when I saw that. I was like, that's dumb. You could point. That. Yeah. I'm with you.
0: Okay. I think that pretty much covers it for discord discourse. Uh, Chris do we have a discord discourse topic for the coming week?
1: Um there's a couple of options it will be posted in discord discourse it's either going to be on Entero tweeted something about is mainly towards pro league about how they deal with secondary gadgets for attackers and defenders where instead Let's of each do that person one. being Let's do that one. Okay, we're doing that. So Entero tweeted <laughs> about mainly for pro league he was talking about for secondary gadgets for attackers and defenders instead of them being assigned to each person of what A person could have there's more like a bank of secondary gadgets and you can take a maximum amount of each gadget so for example a team can take a total of four nades and they can be equipped by any operator but once the four nade like maximum is hit nobody else can take nades after that which would only be two operators with nades by the way because each one gets two Um, flashbangs there'd be a maximum amount of flashbangs you can take stuff like that and so is that better for the game or is it better to keep the game how it is where you lock secondary gadgets to certain operators which forces you to pick those operators for a secondary gadget sometimes.
2: And if you want to know what your Hardstuck boys think about that, you guys can go listen to Episode 7, because we just talked about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Hardstuck um, just talked about
4: it. I know yeah.
0: we, had, we had some discussion of that already in the Siege Talk channel, I think, but let's formalize it and make it a Discord discourse and uh, talk about it next episode. Sick. Okay, let's take another quick break for a sponsor, and then we will do listener questions from you, the community.
1: Okay. We have the big LQ. Again, freaking under me on Discord. Google it. You can be a podcast questionnaire if you get six questions in six different episodes. There's a couple of you that are really close. There's a lot of people that are at five. There's a lot of people that are at five. You guys are getting there. But you you gotta follow through. You gotta finish. You gotta finish. You should um, uh,
0: you should tag all those people in a message and just say like, hey everybody, like you guys are at five here One you more. Are.
2: <laughs> But then you can join me because I'm a podcast questionnaire. Oh,
4: wait, that reminds me.
0: me. We had a podcast questionnaire question from Justin Friendly. Oh, okay. Remember the Lord of the Rings
1: one? No. Should we do that this week or should we save it? No,
0: let's save Save it. Save it. Okay, we'll save it.
1: Okay, our first one this week comes from Grumpy Monkey. He says two things. What if DMRs could break bulletproof gadgets with three bullets, and what if Warden had thermal vision, which allowed him to see enemies on the other side of walls as long as they're not too far away? He could still see through smoke and maybe flashes. Okay, I'm going to go very fast. Hard no on Warden. I think that's broken. No, yeah. Seeing through walls, no good. We've already learned that with Lion. Um, DMRs, though. I I think it might be broken to say three bullets, like maybe like a full clip or something to break an actual bulletproof gadget. But if you gave DMRs destructibility against gadgets, would that help with, like, utility clear, and would it make DMRs actually something people would pick? Or would it be OP?
2: So we are talking about, like, shields as well?
1: I don't know. I don't think shields. I have to think it doesn't that... mean shield, yeah. Yeah, but I think, like, Malusi's I mean, Maestro cams, Bulletproof, bulletproof cams. cams.
2: Yes, 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 yes. Um... I, no, that just...
3: I feel like that breaks a lot of mechanics
1: mythic gives us a hard no boopsie
3: i'm okay with it breaking certain things but i think like evil eyes man that's that's a little much shields is a little much um i could see it breaking like barbed wire i could see it breaking like yeah deployable, deployable cams i i just don't think you can't start hard countering like Actual operator gadgets. Yeah, maybe you can yeah. counter secondary gadgets with it. But like I,
2: DMRs have their place in this game, and like the four seventeen is a. <laughs> well, I understand that, but the four seventeen online, that thing
4: is vicious. Like, yeah. I got AR black eyes is, on it. Yeah, AR like is insane. I, and by AR, and, I mean DMR.
3: That's also an AR.
2: But I guess that also like soft buck. Uh, that soft. Buffs Dokaibi be because nobody's ever running the boss G unless they're throwing. Yeah, like, but
3: anything that buffs Dokaibi, I hate because I hate.
2: <laughs> Agreed. So
0: I like. I like this idea. I think where you run into a little bit of a complication is, then you kind of have to make Glas and Kali also destroy these gadgets, which you know, if suddenly Glas becomes a utility clearer. Yeah. I don't know, that seems like it's too much. So, like, unless there's, like, some weird distinction over, like, oh, Glaz and Callie's rifles, which are, like, the strongest in the game, don't, but these other ones do, like, that'd be really weird.
3: Uh, and Glaz has nades already, and Kelly has her lance, so they already can, in theory, clear utility. Right, but, like, frags are not the same as shooting an
0: evil eye, like, on the other side of the objective, right? Oh, 100%. So, yeah, like... I like I like the thought, but I don't think it works.
1: Um I yeah, I agree. I think on on first thought I thought maybe like ten bullets or so, but thinking about just basic operators' guns destroying people's main gadgets maybe isn't primary gadgets isn't fair. <laughs> um next question this is just a quickie from ethan g he says what do you guys think about game replays after games you can go back and see where they pushed where your players were and what to do next time let me know so this is actually something that Ubisoft is working on and they showed us a quick kind of trailer how it works in the last um like revealed in the year five reveal actually i think it was but this is coming this is something they're working on so yes we all want this and it's very exciting
0: you know what i want more than that though fix custom games okay move on
1: yeah seriously <laughs> um fuse me daddy jukas says what is your favorite fast food place and why i know chris's
0: answer can i guess your answer and you guess mine yeah sure yours is chick-fil-a
1: correct ryan's is in and out
3: got it hey boopsie yeah. he let
2: would do something cute like that too Boops, <laughs> guess
3: mine uh yours is Zaxby's. We don't even have a
2: Zaxby's where I live. <laughs> I don't know. I live on the other uh,
3: side of the country than all of you, so I don't know what you guys have. We have a Zaxby's here, right? Okay. Do you have Hardee's? Don't
0: tell me you have Hardee's.
3: Where I live, no.
0: Okay, Carl's Jr. No,
3: we don't have any oh, of those. You don't have either. Whoa. Okay, well, weird. Uh, mine, uh, Mythic. I don't know what yours is. Mine is Five Guys, one hundred percent. Five Guys are Chipotle. Uh, okay. Listen, I don't uh, have I don't have In
0: and Out where I live, okay? Chipotle doesn't count as fast food. Why not? How, it's long, fancy does it take, fast
3: food. how long does it take no, I, to get a Chipotle
0: burrito? I think it's well I think fast. Chipotle is casual dining. I don't think it's fast food. No, okay. casual dining
1: Bro, what is what more
3: like
4: a Chili's
3: or uh a...
1: No, that's that's a sit down dining. No, that's casual dining. No, no, no. Yeah, no, you have no. casual dining, you have fine dining. Fine dining is more like your Nobody's going to know what this is, but you're uh now i don't even know the name of the place c whatever that place in sacramento sure i've just learned so much about eating food boys (laughs) anyway (laughs) mythic what's your favorite um
2: so where we live we do our kfc and taco bell combined and so Mm.
4: that's Mm -hmm. that's where it's at
1: that's some good junk all together that's got to be good and she had a i
0: think we had a kfc and w didn't we chris yeah 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 that was kind of cool
1: um but why though I 100 Chick-fil-A customer service and the fact that the food is always good all the time. Yeah, Chick-fil-A slaps. Same for In N Out. In and Out
4: also yeah, slaps
1: Crunch Wrap, Supreme, and Chicken Littles. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> and um, the case <laughs> schmidt Schmidtstein has a good little would you rather <laughs> right here that I think Ryan and I can answer super easily, which by the way, Schmidtstein, you're at five questions now, my friend. You're one away. Ooh. Get um, it boy. He says, would you rather have an option to only see default skins on the other team to avoid confusion, or would you rather have a CGI short for other operators and not just the original ops when you unlock them? Why not both? I would rather have both, but (laughs) I would 100% rather have the first option.
0: Yes, let me choose to only see default skins and only during the game, though, because at the end, I kind of like to see everybody with their skins and the, the windscreen.
3: But if uh, I can't ace with pizza Mazzi, I don't want to play this game anymore. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Chris, who was the person that we saw the other day that I was like Maverick. Oh, yeah, it was Maverick. You, like you you called it was a Thatcher coming. Yeah, I thought it was and Thatcher. And I killed him and I was like, Are you sure that was Thatcher? And I was like looking at him like as he was dead. It was like like the last guy. And like I couldn't tell before the round ended. And it wasn't until the kill cam came and we saw him like drop his assault rifle. We're like, oh yeah, that was that was Maverick. But it's like I have like seven hundred hours in this game. The fact that I can't tell the difference between Thatcher and Maverick is kind of a problem.
2: Yeah, so I I spawn peeked somebody the other day, and I thought it was Habana, um, because of the new outfit she like the roto si outfit she got, uh-huh. and it yeah. kind of looks similar to Ace's default. And I spawn peeked, and I was like, oh, I was like, I got Habana, I am pretty sure, and. I was like 99% sure, and then next thing you know, I started hearing Habana shooter and was like, uh, <laughs> I think I got ace? <laughs> they were in a red suit, I don't know.
1: Yeah,
0: like, as soon as they see those hazmat suits, I'm like, I killed somebody. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I just, you know, I killed Lion. Wait, we're on attack. Uh, I killed some, somebody Russian. Yeah, Real talk, though, I mix up Buck and Frost all the time, even though they're on opposite sides, just in their default uniforms. They're also different genders. I know. I I always say the wrong one. I was like, oh yeah, I killed Oops, Frost. Ryan like, doesn't a see
1: gender. Okay. There's a, fair <laughs> there's a construct. <laughs> there's this funniest video on Reddit. You have to. Oh, it's take. You can't find it anymore. It's gone. Someone tried to make a mirror of it, but this is gone. The person removed it. It was a Reddit post where someone was like, "What the f? I killed Frost, but comes. I killed Bucky, but he comes back and oh, kills me like a minute like later." It's gone. This person TK'd Frost. Thought it was Buck and said that they had killed Buck, and then Buck killed him later. So he posted it on Reddit. He's like, I literally killed Buck, and then he came back and killed me. And everyone's watching it like, dude, you tk to frost, bro. And everyone's upvoting it because it's freaking hilarious that he actually thought he killed Buck, even after rewatching it. He thought I killed Buck when he got a TK. And then he removed the video from YouTube and nobody can, it's gone. Like, nobody oh, can get it anymore. That's, oh, yeah. people this this have messaged
2: guy's 100% him. cheating. This Buck is cheating. Everybody
1: report him. Yeah. It was dang funny.
0: That's so sad, but that's gone. That's like Siege yeah. lore right there, man. Oh,
1: that's great. thing funny that and Clever nose. Clever knows. <laughs> um, don't Take Jaeger ITK has a really good one that it will just hit Boopsy hard. He says, do you think it would be good if Ubisoft made it so you can't press the options button when you are injured to prevent people from leaving games and stopping interrogations or saving KDS? <laughs>
4: Let's
1: it. A <laughs> Match. It was a casual match and I had a rough day, okay? So there I was Monday, day, <laughs> randomly <laughs> hopped onto Boopsy's stream. Totally, like, literally, it was like three o'clock, and I was about to do a homework assignment, and I was like, oh, I'll watch Boopsy's stream for like five minutes. The very first thing I see is he gets down by a cab and freaking leaves the match before she can interrogate. And I was like, whoa, that's not cool. <laughs> not cool, man.
3: <laughs> it was not my finest moment. I'll, I'll agree. But it, it was funny. Let it be known that that, that does not happen in ranked matches because that's toxic, and my name is not Mythic. So. He did very yeah, clearly I, say if it was when he did
1: that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I think if Cav downs someone and you leave, I think it should automatically give the interrogation to Cav if you leave. I agree.
2: 100%. So I'm going to expose myself. Um, I do an Ash Rush on Villa where I go running up um, Red Stairs. <laughs> and sometimes I'll get shot, shot in the back by Cav and I'll just instantly just leave. Like I just hear the suppressed pistol and I'm out
0: bye is there anybody else that has any kind of like interaction like that where you can mess it up by like doing I don't like think so. outside
1: of in-game things <laughs> i don't think so
3: but anyway i have, I have been jackal tracked before this is like when i first started playing the game uh i got jackal tracked and like I was completely surrounded like they had me trapped somewhere super dumb like in in like church on clubhouse or something and I was just tr- like they I was surrounded and it was a casual match and I probably had a total of like 60 hours in the game at this point and I was just like nope you know what no and I just like turned my computer off and walked away <laughs> I was like I am literally not doing this anymore I'm done. That's almost as toxic as you drop shotting that <laughs> thermite has lesion. Oh, drop <laughs> shotting's been my new thing in ranked. Like, I, so we're we're playing in plat now, and like I've noticed that plat players always aim head level, so like my new thing is just drop shotting everyone. And it's so funny because it's it's a distinct disadvantage because you can't even ADS while you're drop shotting anymore. But like somehow I just always win those because I have a I have a laser sight on most of my guns. Yes, sir. And I, it makes people so mad and my whole team always yells at me, they're like, You're so toxic, but like it's so funny. No, oh, I, yeah, go, I, go I laser sight. There's
2: like six there's like six clips of me saying you're toxic, you're
1: toxic as I'm watching the kill cam. <laughs> <laughs> I think laser sight is is over, underrated. I think oh, it's, it's super it's so powerful. Good. I love the it's laser sight. Really freaking good. Um Don't take it, your ATK, you're also one away from freaking questionnaire, my man. So, get it. Get it. Uh, next question comes from Nitro TJ. He says, I'm listening to episode 78, and you guys talked about real-life doors instead of barricades. What do you guys think would happen to Siege if they put doors on every map?
3: I I forgot we talked about this. It can't be any worse than the in-game audio already is, so might as well put it in there. (laughs) It's a good point. It'll probably ruin the audio
1: more. But, yeah, would it be interesting if everything was just doors that you could open and close? That'd be terrifying.
2: I would feel like imagine Cell all of a sudden.
4: Yeah, so same.
2: you're gonna like open a door and like so there's gonna be like a one like certain like angle you can hold to watch this like door as it opens, right? Because yeah. as a barricade you can kind of like peek it from wherever, but as a door you got to like you know let it open. Yeah, and I guess yeah, it depends the, on
0: like how you can open a door. Like, can you just kind of like push it open halfway, or like is it just open or closed? Like, what's you know what are the
3: mechanics? It's gonna make sludge a lot more fun.
1: Yeah, but yeah. he just
3: like does it just flee open or does it break off? Breaking down the door like <laughs> the guy in American Psycho.
2: Oh, then it's gonna look like the Rainbow Six trailers where Sludge is just like opening
1: up doors, man. Like And pulse is helping him breach. <laughs> 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 yeah, that is funny. Yeah, I don't I don't know how that would I think it's best to just I think it's best to just keep siege how it is with, with doors changing something like that. That's so like that would be a really Native interesting game. thing to see in, like, Siege 2, right? Where
0: it's just yeah. like, oh, yeah, this is a whole new system that you guys are going to have to figure out.
2: Yeah. In a world of plats that swing everything, um, I don't want them to swing a door that I'm just, like,
1: trying to open. <laughs> <laughs> um, Glowsticker says, what do you guys in the community think about the Diffuser having some sort of visible radius on where, you can, where it can be disabled from? Similar to Mute, but it would always be there if it was planted. So this would be interesting, because you could plant Diffuser and actually see, like, Okay, they can be in this radius and they can touch it. Would that would that be like just for casual play, or would that be something that should just be in the game so that people have more of an idea of where this like artificial line is of where you can be? Or
2: you don't know how far away you can be the long arm and diffuser than swing for the kill. I don't, I don't know what to tell you.
0: I mean, I yeah. I like this idea. I think more information for players is always good, and like. You know, like, everybody has kind of, like, like if you've played enough, I guess, you have kind of, like, an inherent sense of what it is. But, like, it'd be nice to know exactly what it is. Like, are, is he saying that this would, like, be visible the whole time? Or just, like, when I you're planting,
1: so. like, when you're putting down a mute jammer? I think he's saying it would be visible the whole time. Ooh. Doesn't go away.
0: I don't know. I think... Like, that'd be crazy, but I kind of like it.
3: For the same reason, I think points should be off. I don't like this. I just think it's information that, like, you didn't earn, therefore you shouldn't have. Like, it's a cool concept to have in, like, casual,
2: but in ranked now.
3: So, as as much as I I agree with, like, the whole, like, yeah, let's make things easier and casual so people can learn the game better, I feel like that just heightens the skill gap once you go to ranked. Certainly, I think I agree. It's going to make ranked so much harder.
1: Yeah, I agree.
2: I feel like it should be a toggable thing, too. Kind of like points and like versus notifications, outlines, names, whatever.
1: What if there was an operator? If they were to
2: implement it.
0: Random operator idea. What if there was an operator that had some sort of like uh, like jamming device that's like they have to hold it in their hand like a gun and it's active and they can like point it at the planted diffuser and you wouldn't be able to diffuse it while that person's doing that? No. It'd be banned every time.
4: It'd be so
2: cool. Come on. Any team that plants like Consistently is gonna ban him every time.
0: I mean it would have to be line of sight, right? Like you'd have to be able to see a diffuser no. and you'd have to be holding it in your hand. Nope. Wow, really? Foofsy, yeah, anything I think range, anything. Maybe.
3: What about a range cap? So, here, here's the thing. If yeah, I was gonna yeah, say range it, cap, it, range it, cap range cap range cap. Can't be able to do it through walls and it has to be within no, no, like no. five meters. Because it has I to could, be line of sight. Imagine this though, ready? So you plant on uh ceo on consulate right you plant like in the middle of the room and then someone goes upside down rappel and just sits there with their little ray gun out and they're just holding the diffuser <laughs> like what yeah, or true? even
1: or even may they may they hole in the floor may they hole in the floor below that and you're all the way down in garage and just looking straight up through two melee holes on diffuser and they can't diffuse and they don't know where you are
3: yeah i can't i can't allow it
1: oh my other... i don't think Ryan, you mess my, my... With
3: planting. instead of instead of that what you should do is just start playing amaru and planting next to windows and then when they go to diffuse just zip in and kick them in the head oh i like that idea <laughs> that's my favorite <laughs> thing to do in casual by far
0: oh, okay you just gave me my next uh meme strat <laughs> glow sticker oh, yeah, you're also fine by the way
3: um
1: our next question and actually I think our last question of this podcast. Wait, we do comes... we have to we have to go back and do six sizes about the guessing our yeah, yeah. I agree. Um our last one comes from Schmidtstein, I lied, comes from Kerberbs. He says, what do you think of a siege game mode where defenders try to survive as long as possible, have extra ammo? And the attackers have normal or less ammo. Their only job is to kill the defenders. Attackers have two to three respawns. The point system works by giving up to 500 points. And the defenders earn points by surviving time. One, one second is for one or two points. So basically, this is survival for the defenders. All they have to do is just survive as long as possible. And the attackers' whole job is just to hunt them down. And they get the attackers get respawns and defenders don't. Put it in arcade. Let's do it. Thumbs up. I think it could be fun in arcade. You could, that's a whole map game mode now. Now it's not, it's not pick a spawn. It's not anything like that. It's just, let's pick hunters and we're trying to find these people and kill them as fast as possible. That's kind of fun. Boopsy Mythic?
3: Yeah, I, I would play it for like four hours like I do every other limited time. <laughs> yeah. <game. laughs> oh yeah, I wouldn't play it
1: very long, but it would keep me entertained for a little while in an arcade game yeah, mode. Yeah,
2: uh, yeah. It's one of those things where it's it in arcade mode and you play it few times and then you just go back to ranked
0: raise it up the flagpole and see who salutes it
3: <laughs> so real quick i know you guys have one more question but that dude cp otherwise known as gohan wanted me to bring this up and um uh, he's yeah yeah don't <laughs> don't feel like you have to acknowledge this as serious because it's definitely not he says if operators were actually different heights based on their information Uh, and Mozzie was actually shorter than everyone else, do you think it would be viable to throw him on top of the shark on Outback so he can be a Valkyrie cam with a gun? I vote yes. (laughs) I'm loving all these Mozzie
2: implications that uh, Gohan's getting. Yeah, I think he has a crush on (laughs) Mozzie.
1: I think wow. actually there could be some really powerful operators if like height actually did a thing like Mozzie could be super powerful okay. in some spots because his head's just in a different spot all the time. Like he's just guys, so small.
4: Are you
0: guys old enough to have played GoldenEye 007 on N64? Yeah, yeah. I am. Yeah. Oddjob?
4: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so Odd, Oddjob
0: literally was like a whole head shorter than everybody else. Like he was so OP because he was smaller than everybody. Yeah. Um, so no, okay. don't ever do that, please. No, 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 no.
1: There was a time in Siege where they changed. This is when they were trying to fix head glitching. And so they changed like the camera angle to be more like where you were. And so your head was actually like, it was like six inches above where it was awful. Six inches above where your camera angle was. So there were some spots where you'd stand and you were like, I am way shorter than I used to be like specifically consulate by the van. you'd stand there and be like, I can't see through the van window anymore. Like everyone got super (laughs) short. Everyone hated it. People were pissed off and they fixed it. But yeah, it was, was weird. It was very dumb. They were trying to fix head glitching, and it was bad fix <laughs> well, It threw off like everything right because like everything
0: was designed around you being able to see at a certain height,
1: yeah, and then um, all of a sudden it was like I didn't know they could see me because your head is like uh, I was dumb
0: okay, also on this topic, we kind of already had this with uh, Rainbow as Magic, but I want it more full force like we need a little guys in a big world uh arcade mode where it's like you're tiny and you're in like a a giant size kitchen. That I love those maps and those games. Yeah, that is kind of fun. Because like um, like it it was Rainbow's magic, except that everything felt regular size, right? Right. Right. I want I want to feel like I'm climbing up a refrigerator.
1: I <laughs> <laughs> want uh, refrigerator boys to get the milk. <laughs> yeah. Don't mind me. It's cool. It's so fun. <laughs> I, I agree. Last question comes from standby seventy five kind of a Schmidtstein right. asked about what? you already had a last question and then there was I going to said, be another last question. No, I said never mind. <laughs> I'm very confused. Okay, keep going. <laughs> so, I said there's last question I said, "Oh, never mind, Krubs." Okay. So, the go. last question comes from Standby 75. He says, "Gregor, the CG YouTuber has said that if Jaeger had an active utility rather than passive, his pick rate would go down." Yes, he's correct. Um, Standby put this is a spoiler, I'm just going to read it to you guys, but Gregor's idea is to make it so when Jaeger presses a button or does some action, the ADS stops all grenades for a certain period of time. Afterwards, it's useless. Do you think that would change him at all? Hundred percent, that would change him. And I think that hey, Justin Friendly says that sounds like the world's world's hardest nerf to Jaeger. Yeah. yes, it is. I, I think Jaeger is super, 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 super powerful, but I don't think he needs a nerf. <laughs> like he has been in the game for forever, and he's been the same for forever. They recently just made him two two, which I think was a really good change they took his ACOG off. Like They've given him subtle nerfs, but I they don't changed
0: think... his like the number of. Gadget, uh, throwables that his ads destroys over time. Yeah, has been too. I feel like something's changed there, but I don't. Maybe not.
1: But I don't. I don't think his ads. I think they're strong, but I just think that they they can stay how they are.
4: Yeah, I'm okay with I've keeping Jaeger.
2: I've said it once this podcast, and I'll say it again. Jaeger is Thanos. He's inevitable.
3: Yeah. Jaeger is going to be played. <laughs> Something <laughs> like, I would like to see on the test server is if they took away one of his. ADSs, but gave the remaining two one extra zappy charge, so he could deny three projectiles from two things instead of two projectiles from three things. So he still right. can deny six projectiles. Just he has to be more. You can't cover as much. Yeah, Oopsie. I think you're grounded from YouTube. I I just think it would be an interesting to thing to test out. Uh, I don't necessarily yeah. think that's the answer, but if we use the test server to actually test things, that would be yeah interesting. Agreed. You know. Yeah, I, I no. Think, yeah, dude, we get about flank set it, it, man.
2: Get flank said it. Jaeger needs one more nerf to fix siege. Was that what in <laughs> nerf for? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Well, dude, yeah. I swear, I swear, you're watching these videos and just like I, spown them off. it's like these original ideas. You I, just read, like, I read
3: the I read the thumbnail on it and just assumed we were giving him the ump. My bad.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, varsity. varsity had that one. Oh. Oh, give
3: give Castle
0: the uh, whatever it's called. Four sixteen. Four sixteen. Yeah. Castle on tech. Okay, but now what's telling about Jaeger though is like looking at his band rate, he is the tenth most banned at one percent, which is probably equal with a ton of other operators. So like sure he's strong, but like people obviously don't have a problem with him. You know? Yeah.
3: I have no problem with Jaeger. I would just like to see if if his pick rate is still remains to be an issue, I would like to see them test out alternatives. Yeah, I, I want to see them
1: tested, like actually tested, not like, hey, we're doing this, go play it early. I want to see like everyone come test this out real fast. Like, yeah, I give, like us, polls,
3: give us like... like in-game renown or like give everyone who goes to the test server for two hours, give them a special skin or a special charm to give people incentive to actually go there because as it stands, I only go there when the new season's about to drop so I can play it right. More.
0: Right. Well, and I would love to see like every day that you get on, it's like a bonus, right? Every day that you play an hour or something is a bonus. So it's like, keep it going for the whole cycle as opposed to everybody just gets on the first day to try the changes and then it's done. Yeah, for sure. Great. Uh, yeah, Chris, then, we like, have to go back. After
2: you play for a week, you get like an alpha pack. That'd be way cool.
0: Yeah, that'd be sweet. And like, what does it cost them? Come on.
1: Um, let's, <laughs> let's go back into exactly. the six eyes
0: question because I six love ice? this. Okay.
1: Yeah. I was planning on doing this, but we were running out of time. Um, six eyes. Without checking our six stats, can you guess what your top five most used operators on attack and defense are? All results in order.
0: Okay, you go first for
1: your attack. Attack. First is Sledge.
4: (laughs) Shit, this is the problem of second, Thermite. Third, Buck. Man, I don't know what these other two are. They could be. A
1: shiz ton of people. Fourth Kavara five We're on attack.
4: Oh. <laughs> shiz. Fourth third buck. Fourth. Um, um hold on real quick. Am I allowed to, to check what it yeah, is? I'm, I'm looking at anything? his right now, okay. so
1: can I can I pull up a list of operators? Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah.
0: Pull up the list of operators. So I'll tell you right now that you Right on the first two, Sledge and Thurmite. Buck is actually
4: fifth. Okay, Buck is fifth. Um, Other attackers? I'm going to guess... Oh, Twitch is probably... Yep. (laughs) Twitch is third. Twitch is fourth. Mm. Okay, third? Third's going to surprise you. Shiz, man. I'm... I I didn't even. I'm just gonna take a while to guess. I'm gonna go IQ. No, good guess though. No, but it's glass. Glass. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. No,
1: that makes sense. I used I play. I used to play a ton of glass. Is that from like day one? Yeah, it's from. That's like from when glass came out. That's the same with the thermite and. Who else was on that list? Sledge, Twitch. Oh, you just yeah. Thermite and glass are both year one. Yeah. Playing all I the time. mean, these, these stats are really funny
0: for us, right? Because they're so heavily weighted toward the beginning when, number one, there were fewer operators. Number two, we played more frequently. Like, you know, it's just, it's uh, weighted that way. So, okay. My attack, I'm going to say Thatcher, number one, for sure. Uh, probably Fuse, Ash. Let's see. Am I going to get into any of these DLC guys? The only one who has a chance is probably Capital, but I would guess probably not so thatcher fuse ash uh thermite and then i'm gonna go capitol 100
1: percent correct oh! <laughs> i promise i was not cheating i promise that's pretty good
0: i feel so good about that that's pretty good i, I probably look at those stats more than most people do though so
1: okay give me your defense <laughs> my defense doc is number one i know that for a fact Valkyrie's probably number two by now. Um, I know Kavera is within the top five. I'm not sure if she's three or she's dropped to four. Echo's probably also awesome, in the top five.
4: Who else is probably up there? And then Wait, I'll put who, them in order. who did she say before Echo? Kavera. Okay. Um, definitely
1: not. Oh, Pulse Go- could be up there from early, early Siege. But that's not a hundred percent. Okay, I'm gonna go definitely Doc, definitely valkyrie
4: I'm gonna say Cavera third, echo four. Capkin five. Ooh, you had it with pulse.
1: Oh really? Pulse. Pulse was yep. three. Okay. Doc Do- Valkyrie yep. Pulse Echo Cavera.
0: Yep. Okay, Did my you. defense. Uh Rook number one. Ooh, okay. Um, So Castle's going to be in there. I'm not sure if he's too. i I'm conflicted on Bandit because I played a lot of Bandit at the start, but I've dropped off him a lot. Uh, Ooh, Maestro may have cracked that top five.
4: Okay, so I'm going to say Rook, Castle... Jaeger,
0: uh, Maestro, and Bandit.
1: Okay, Jaeger is not in there at all. Move oh, Maestro dang. and Bandit up one, so Maestro's three, Bandit's four. Who's five?
0: I I just looked at it. It's Frost. So Rook Castle, oh. Maestro, Bandit, Frost. Yeah, I probably wouldn't have ever guessed Frost. No, but she—that's one hundred percent your five or your one season one. I was, I was like yeah. all Frost all the time.
2: Dude, I could fly through mine. Let's hear it. So for my attack, guaranteed number one is Thermite. I have like over a hundred hours. I'm pretty sure on him.
4: Um, Habana, Ash, and IQ. You had him right, yes. but you had you had Ash and IQ, IQ switched. Yeah.
3: And oh you have yeah, just under 100 hours on. Thermite. Yeah,
1: 90 hours on Thermite. That's insane.
2: Ooh.
3: That's a lot. That's of a
2: lot. I play a lot of Thermite. Those are from my go for days. And then on defense, um, Valkyrie,
4: Jaeger, Bandit. Um, come on, you know this. Just think smoke? about the vibe.
3: Think about the smoke? vibe, dude. Mute. Yeah, 100%. Switch, yeah, just, Yeah, Twitch <laughs> yeah, mutes
1: first and then smoke fifth. Nice.
2: Oh, so I play more mute than smoke? Yeah. yeah. It's so I weird, though, because Boopsy plays all the smoke, and like Equinox plays mute a lot, or used to. That used to be his thing. Uh, what about Boopsy? I'm pulling yeah, up Boopsy.
3: let's hear you. I'm going to say my number one on attack is probably either Thermite or Sledge. Um,. From there, I know Ash is in there because that's all I played at the beginning. I'm just gonna say she's probably either two or three. Uh,
4: so Thermite, Thermite, Sledge. This is the order I'm guessing. Thermite, Sledge, Ash, Jackal, IQ. So yours goes Thermite, Ash, Thermite, Ash. Jackal Twitch Sledge. Oh, so I was way off on some of those. <laughs> um
3: and then your defense... IQ is
2: your fourth, though. Okay. Or your so... sixth. As that was what I meant.
3: because yeah, I, I play a lot of IQ. Uh I play her uh, for a gadget, by the way. Um
2: so
0: uh, <laughs> I defense... not, not for the booty.
3: Oh well, you know. Hey. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's referring to her
2: operator because he's big pissed at Equinox and I put. Uh IQ as an S tier operator.
3: Which she's not, but either way, on defense, hundred percent <laughs> number one's gotta be Bandit. Um
4: I'm gonna say Bandit Jaeger Capcan Smoke Rook. So yours is Bandit
2: Legion. Oh Jaeger, god, I
3: forgot Legion existed. Capcan smoke.
2: I actually didn't know you played that much Legion, and it's probably because those were your solo cube days and now you got a
3: team. Yeah, I don't play I haven't played Legion probably in six months. That's
4: why Sad I forget Lesion. that he
0: exists. It's crazy how much or how little overlap there is between all of our lists. Even though like we're all pretty heavily weighted toward like the original ops, but still there's like I feel like pretty like not very much overlap. Which is interesting.
3: Yeah, that's the thing about Siege. You can kind of play it the way you want. Totally. It's true. Something that for everyone.
1: Is it for listener questions. That's all of them. You got to send in more. Some of you are at five. I will tag everyone that's at five, and I'll tell you to get to six. So you can be a, a questionnaire, and then you can submit a voice question so you can hear your voice on the Longest running Rainbow Six Siege podcast.
0: Yeah. And for those of you who have never submitted a listener question, join the Discord. Just search Under Discord, look in the show notes, look on our Twitter profile at R6 underground. You can find the link. Join up and uh, have some fun with the community. Also, don't forget to follow us on Twitch and YouTube. I'm Ryguy, W-R-Y-G-U-Y.
1: Just hello with three O's.
0: Mythic Boopsy, what's your stuffs?
2: Hey, underscore, it's underscore Mythic
3: and Boopsies. It's Boopsy. Just I T S B O O P S Y. And I just wanted to thank you guys, uh, real quick for having us on. It's been a pleasure. Um, appreciate the opportunity to come on and talk with you guys. And we're looking forward to having you on next week, uh, onto the old Hardstuck cast. So,
0: yeah, make sure you guys search up Hardstuck on your podcast player or what's well, like the best way to find you if they can't find you on the podcast players?
3: Uh, Twitter. We, we, yeah, we can send you, uh, A link to our anchor page as well if you guys want to include that in the patch notes. Yeah, Um, in in the the show notes notes, rather. We'll definitely have it in the show notes for sure.
2: (laughs) Anchor.fm slash hardstuck. And then our we're on Twitter, it's at hardstuckr 6
0: Cool. yeah, and you then you guys said you were on Twitch. Are you guys on YouTube also? Uh,
2: yeah. And I'm I'm also Hate's Mythic on YouTube.
3: I I technically am, but I'm not. So I'll just leave that one alone Cool. All right, guys.
0: Should we go play some Siege? Let's play some Siege. Let's do it. Let's
1: do it. Let's do it. Wednesday night Siege is a thing, by the way. Catch the stream Wednesday nights. That's back. That's a thing. Every Wednesday night we play Siege, and it's fun.
0: All right, guys. Thanks so
1: much. Uh, Looking forward to the Heartstuck podcast coming up. uh, Just goodbye.